So when, once you start to feel that side of it, I think that's when it, it becomes real. It becomes like, yes, this is true mariachi music. You know, it's not just music. It's life. It's, it's our people. Hey, y'all, it's David, and dang, we got a good episode for you today. A couple of weeks ago, CSN's mariachi team, Mariachi Plata, won first place in the biggest college mariachi competition in the country for the second year in a row. Oh, and their team has only been around for three years. So a real underdog to championship story straight out of Vegas. So how did this happen and what makes mariachi competition so challenging? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, my co-host Vogue Robinson interviews Mariachi Plata's co-director, Fernando Gonzalez, and one of his students, Debbie Carrillo, who also won first place in the vocalist category. It's Monday, December 5th, 2022, and this is CityCast Las Vegas. Deborah Carrillo and Fernando Gonzalez, thank you so much for being on CityCast Las Vegas. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk about Mariachi Plata because uh, y'all are uh, winning. Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. <laughs> but even if you weren't winning, I'm glad that you're doing this. So you've won the Mariachi Vargas Extravaganza in San Antonio, Texas, and you've won it for two years in a row. That's dope. How does it feel? Honestly, it feels really like just amazing. Like I never thought that I would be the one, you know, winning um, first place and third place. It's an honor. Oh, I love that. Um, Fernando, can you describe like what is it like there? Yeah. So the, the competition is it's kind of like considered the national championship for, for academic mariachi groups in the U.S. OK. And so this competition, all the who of who of mariachi education, they we all come to this. And this is where. If you want to see how good you really are, this is where you come Ooh. and you compete. They have a middle school division, a high school division, and then the college university division. Cool. So when Plata first started four years ago, the first thing we did was we signed up. Mm-hmm. We went, we were only in existence for three months and we went and we won third place. Boom. Um, then after that, we went through the COVID years. Um, mm-hmm. Then last year we went again. It was only the second time going and we won first place. This year we went uh, for our third time, and now we're, we got back-to-back first place in, in the college division. So we're really excited. We're obviously just beyond ourselves. It shows the depth of talent that we have here in Las Vegas, like Debbie, mm-hmm. you know. What were some of the songs uh, that the students played during the competition? So the first song that, that we played is a medley of... Mexico theme song. So one of the things that we do a lot in, in uh, mariachi music is we sing about country. So the first one is called Mexico y sus canciones, which translates to Mexico and its music or songs. And then the second song we did is called Guadalajara de Fiesta, which is a very upbeat, happy song.
Debbie, what is the name of the song you sang? Um, it's called Largate by Lola Calvo, which is translated to leave. That's the whole thing, leave. It's a very, very dark <laughs> song. That's how I best portray, you know, a lot of people go through it, go through heartbreak. So I try my best to put myself in um, those shoes. Do you feel like the competition is like hardcore and catty, like the movie Pitch Perfect slash like Glee, we're going to nationals. Like, is it hardcore, you guys, or is it like all love? Tell me the truth. Well, it is really hardcore, especially the high school, since there's a lot of competitors in the high school category. There's a lot of talented people there that have been singing since they were really, really little, getting vocal training since they were really little. So it's it's definitely like really nerve wracking. It's, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> but at the same time, once you're on stage, you completely forget about that. It's a it's just a whole competition. You see the people and it's like they motivate you because even people that don't know you, they just cheer you on. The environment there once you're on stage is really, really amazing. Mm-hmm. Fernando, what do you think, like, when it comes to the coaches, is what does it feel like? It's pretty intense, you know, because I'm originally from California, and the, the California vibe for mariachi is a little different. It's a little more laid back. It's a little more about the art form of mariachi and not, not really so much competitive, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but you know how it is in Texas. Uh, they're <laughs> extremely competitive. So Everything bigger, including the yes. mariachi competition. Oh, there you go. <laughs> You know, they treat their mariachi programs the way they treat their their football and and marching band. Oh, God. It's super competitive. So to go out there and and to be amongst the best in the nation, I think it's an honor and it's really exciting. It kind of validates our decision to make this our career, you know. Mm, I love that. I'm always here for advocating for the arts as a career. Like this is a thing that you can do consistently. Yeah, absolutely. And people value it and appreciate it. So I know CSN's team started in 2019. So really the question is, how did your team get so good? What What are the drills? What's the process? It, it all started when Robert Benora, he's the chair of, of fine arts at CSN. He contacted me and said, hey, you know, we're looking for someone to take over the mariachi class. Because at the time they had a class. It was just a class. And I said, you know, I have no interest in running a class. So I'd like to create a competitive mariachi group that can go out and compete nationally, you know, and and do things outside of Las Vegas Mm. to bring more eyes to the mariachi programs that we have here in the Clark County School District, because they're they're like top notch, in my opinion. And so I knew that level of talent was already here in Vegas. Mm -hmm. It's just they would graduate and they had nowhere to go. So I said, I'd like to do this. This is what I want. And he said, what, when, I, when I kind of presented the idea to him, it, it kind of like opened his eyes and he was all about it. And at the same time, CSN at the time brought in a new president, Dr. Federico Zaragoza. And once he caught wind of what we were trying to do, it was kind of like just it all came together. Mm-hmm. And um, he supported us financially to yeah. be able to, to get the ball rolling because, you know, it, it all comes down to that sometimes. And so we had three months to get ready for the first competition. It was a a, a very stressful experience at the time because I knew we were going to go 
compete nationally, you know, and this group was only three months old, but I knew, I knew from, from even before it started, I knew that the idea of having a, this level mariachi group in Las Vegas was long overdue. And so I was just happy that CSN jumped on board and that we were able to make it happen. And Mariachi Plata is, is the result of that. Debbie, can you describe what your mariachi group looks like? Like how many people? Tell me about the outfits. There's um, around 14 to 15 people in the group as of right now. And it's it's very traditional to wear trajes. You know, the girls with their long skirts. It's very elegant at the same time because you can put jewels at the, at the sides of the skirts or the pants as well. A lot of people do like really, really flashy um, trajes, which is they add some glitter to it sometimes even. Yes. The girls wear those traditional Mexican earrings and then these big bows that go on, on their heads. And everyone everyone just looks really, really, really good in their trajes. It looks very professional. I remember the first time I saw mariachi, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I want to be that. I, I want to look like that. It, it looks really, really amazing. Like, especially because here in Vegas, we get to represent our culture at the same time with with mariachi plata, sharing our music, and just representing our whole Hispanic community. Hmm. Oh, thank you for sharing that memory. So, how are teams judged during the competition? Like, what are the judges looking for? There's a lot, a lot that goes into it because mariachi music has so much. You know, when we compare it to band, orchestra, choir, for example. Mariachi not only has a musical aspect to it, but we also have the visual aspect. So we're we're judged not only on our musical ability, but we're judged on our dress, mm-hmm. how meticulous we are to make sure that our, our trajes de charro are up to par. And also we're judged on our showmanship. So how well is our show choreographed? Because there's choreography too. There's no dancing, so don't, don't get it confused with dancing, but, but there is choreography, you know, a lot of stage movement. So all of these things come into play when, when the judging happens. Of course, the music part of it is the most important part. So yeah, when it comes to music, they listen to uh, the technical side of it, but they also listen to the authentic mariachi side to it because uh, there's an authentic mariachi sound that they're looking for that really you only get by being around it. You can't express it or teach it through books or through sheet music, you know? The sheet music that we we give out has the notes, but to really make it come alive, you have to give it expression, you have to give it character, you have to teach the students to perform the song, not just play it. It sounds like it's a feeling, like, you know, as I'm, my my, my art form is definitely words, but it sounds to me like you're describing, like it's a feeling, and a oneness with, mm-hmm. uh, so I guess, yeah, Debbie, how would you, how would you describe like the mariachi, like authentic sound? What does it feel like in your body, I guess? It feels like there's just a rush of positivity going around. My my mindset is always like, you know, give out to the people, give out to that Hispanic community, let them remember their roots, where they came from, you know, 
Mariachi is a very happy community. A lot of kids actually enjoy it and because they get inspired, you know, because they're like, mm-hmm. I want to be that person. It comes within. It comes within your, your spirit. You have to be committed to it. You have to be demanding. You know, it depends on the song that you're singing. You have to put yourself in that act, you know. And once you start doing it more, it just comes naturally. And it also it affects positively your whole life experience. I've seen professionally tra- or classically trained musicians that are amazing musicians, like world-class musicians play mariachi music. But because they've never played, they've never heard the true authentic or played, they've been classically trained. They play it perfectly in tune, perfectly in time, but it doesn't sound mariachi, mm. you know? And so that that comes through not only knowing that this is music, but through knowing that this is your culture, this is your heritage, this is your people. You know, mariachi music started from grassroots, started in the rural areas with people just singing, learning to sing after having dinner, you know, at home, learning from their grandparents, learning old folk songs. It's kind of like a family, a family tradition. Mm. And that's how it started. So when, once you start to feel that side of it, I think that's when it, it becomes real. It becomes like, yes, this is true mariachi music. You know, it's not just music. It's life. It's, it's our people. And, that, and that's kind of what we try and pass down to our students and we try and get them to understand. Because in the beginning, you know, in the beginning, it's rough. Kids are just like, this is a note. This is your first note. This is your first chord. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it takes a couple of years for them to start to like, for it to click. And they start to get that this isn't just learning to play an instrument, learning to play music. Although it does involve that, mm-hmm. but it's so much more. Debbie, so outside of competitions, when is mariachi music played? I know we mentioned where it started, but yeah, where else do we, can we hear it? We can hear it at any parties, any restaurants, family gatherings, baptisms, when people are getting married at the churches, anywhere, anywhere, at the streets, randomly, probably like at 2 a.m., you can hear mariachi (laughs) just singing and playing, because mariachi music is meant to make people happy, you know. People even outside the, the Hispanic community, they come up to us sometimes and they don't even know what mariachi is. And like them hearing us play and then come telling us that they've never heard anything like that before, it's like we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know, this is why we're here. This is why, you know, it's destined to be played. Right. I know for me, if I go in a restaurant, I hear the music, I'm like, all right, cool. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. And that's the other thing is, there's so many different types of mariachi groups. You know, the ones you're you're referring to, the mariachi groups in the restaurants, those are working mariachi groups. Mm. Then there's also the this the professional stage show mariachi groups. Those are the big ones. They usually have 12 to 15 members. But the ones in the restaurant are probably four, five, four. maybe six, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and so because these guys are working and they're sharing their tips, so they, they don't want to bring 12 people <laughs> to share a $5 <laughs> tip. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how the working mariachi group came about. And those are the ones that most people are familiar with. 
Okay. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a different form. When you see mariachi on a, on a stage, there are mariachi groups now on stage performing with philharmonics and, and symphonies all over the country. And that's a whole nother experience, mm -hmm. you know. And so mariachi has a big, wide spectrum. You know, it can be two guys singing in the backyard with guitars, or it can be a, a working group of four, or it can be six, eight, ten, or it can be 15 or 12. I think Mariachi Vargas is 12. Or our high school group is 22 students. When you go to a show and sit in a theater that's just a mariachi show, you experience something that you've never experienced at the restaurant or in the backyard. Not, not to say that those are bad, but they're different. They're different experiences, different performances, different types of songs. And it just, you know, something that you can't hear or, or, or experience until you step into a theater where it's, you know, where it's being performed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why is being on the team important to you? It's important to me because it also affects my entire um, view on life. It's not just something that I go and like, oh, um, I'll be back. I'm just going to play with a few friends. No, it's actually something that it's very, it feels like very intimate within yourself. It comes from your heart. It comes from, you know, people supporting each other in the group. People, you learn from those people too. If if someone is like struggling, you go help them. You know, we it's a very close community, you know, within the group itself too. What about you, Fernando? Why is being on the team? I mean, you're in a different role well, as the yeah. coach, but why yeah, is it um, important to you? Well, I, I truly do see it as an honor to teach these students because I've already talked about it. The, the level of, of the depth of talent that we have here in Las Vegas is is insane. I mean, we we have students doing things that, that the professional musicians like. These professional musicians that, that judge at, at, at the extravaganza, you know, they, they, they come up to us and they tell us like, wow, you know, it, it's amazing what you guys are doing. And, and this is the ultimate, um, the ultimate compliment is uh, Ruben Fuentes um, was the, one of the, um, one of the, he's the longtime director of Marichi Vargas. And he once said, um, to me when I was talking to him, it was years ago, um, he said, you know, it's it's kind of embarrassing to me because he's a Mexican national, obviously. Mm. He's from Guadalajara. And he said, it's um, it's kind of embarrassing that, that the United States has taken mariachi music to the next level Ooh. when it should be Mexico doing this. He said, the, the, the importance that the U.S. The, United, the U.S. education system has given mariachi music is something that we in Mexico need to learn. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was the ultimate compliment. So, I mean, it's an honor. It's an honor for me to be able to to represent Las Vegas, the College of Southern Nevada, and all of these families that, you know, pretty much let us borrow their kids. These kids are good. They're talented, and they deserve to be um, showcased. So I, I'm just, I'm, I'm honored to be, to be their, their instructor. And by the way, I have to mention that I'm a co-director of this group. I don't want to take all the credit for Marichi Plata. My wife, Lupe Gonzalez, is my co-director and she's, she's the brains of the operation here. She's the talent. She um, is also my co-director at the high school. We teach at a high school. 
And uh, we do this together. It's kind of like a family. And our two kids, freshman and junior, are both in the mariachi program there at Del Sol. Hey, well, shout yeah. out to the whole family. Absolutely. Thank you. Debbie and Fernando, thank you so much for showcasing culture that is happening in Las Vegas and, uh, you know, just taking mariachi by storm. So I wish you continued success and, and I can't wait to hear some of the beautiful things that you're creating. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. We appreciate you. Mariachi Plata's annual concert is happening this week, Wednesday, December 7th at 7 p.m. in the Horn Theater on the East Cheyenne campus of CSN. We'll link to that one in our show notes. Before you go, a few things you should know. It looks like 36 of the 40 licenses for cannabis consumption lounges issued by the state will open in the Las Vegas area. Of course, the state license is just the first step. Now those lounge operations have to be approved by Clark County or Las Vegas, depending on where they are. And there won't be any pot lounges in Henderson or North Las Vegas. Those two cities opted out of the process. And here's a nice story to start your Monday. Out in neighboring Nye County, cops and firemen were able to rescue a burrow that had fallen 10 feet into a mining hole near the ghost town of Rhyolite. See the good that could happen when we just work together? And that's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you love the show, and I know you do, send this episode to a friend, especially a friend who loves mariachi music. Play it for them on your next drive across town. Steal their phone and make them subscribe. I know I do that too. Then leave us a few stars and make sure you're subscribed to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk soon.